today's show is going to be a little bit different because Mike is not even in the country. So instead, we brought in one of Kathy's friends, Kelly McFarland. She's a big-time comic. Not only is she a friend and mentor of Kathy's, but she's been on Comics Come Home, Last Comic Standing. She's doing so much more right now. We talk about her rise in the comedy scene. Anyway, she just gives off good vibes. You know what I'm saying? All right, sound good? Let's do this. We're hanging. Small Town Scuttlebutt is brought to you by Mario's Lawn Care, ParkStreetBooks.com, Larkin's Liquors, Perez Martial Arts, and Royal Pizza. Small Town Scuttlebots. Hey there, Scuttlebuds. It's your, it's your host, Rick Fink Jr., and I'm not here with Mike, but I tell you who I am here with, two ladies down in the basement, okay, just me. Okay, you just started it off weird. You just started it off weird. But factual? Am I down here in the basement with two ladies? I didn't hate it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk. Well, no, you can. You, you can, can well, talk now. Let's get right, right to it. Okay, let's just The get first person it. that interrupted me is Kathy Ferris. She's to my right. She's the co-host of the Scuttlebutt, mm-hmm. Small Town Scuttlebutt. And right. um, across the table from me is not Mike Page because he's in the um, the Azores mm-hmm. on a trip. This is the first time out of the country for that guy. So good for him. Kathy and I thought, let's get a guest host. Mm-hmm. And then we thought, why don't we get someone that's got like real talent? Right, some star power. Yes. Star power. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely an upgrade from Mike. It was right. bottom line. We need to do that. And the animal control officer was not available. Nope. Sure. <laughs> and I had a standing TJ Maxx walk date with this lady, so she came over. So thanks. That's how we exercise. That's how we exercise. We go to TJ Maxx <laughs> and we walk around and we're like, we're getting those steps right. and some bargains. That's our better go. health. That's our better. We don't even have a therapist anymore. We just go into the shoe section of TJ Maxx. The shoe se- section at TJ Maxx in Natick is very disappointing. Oh, by the way, I'm Kelly McFarland. Oh, Whoa, so Kelly much. McFarland, I was going to do that. I was going to do that mine. part. And then you got on shoes. Okay, Rick, do your intro. Let yeah, me, go like ahead. Because he did his homework. Okay. <clears throat> so. Go ahead. I'm but here. do we do this? Do I read it? No. no, my God, please don't no, do that. Don't it's read so embarrassing. It. You know, but like, let's give like lines, okay? Like, like for instance, I was at a the Midway yesterday doing an open mic, so that's mine. Oh, fine. You um, were in Comics Come Home <laughs> um, and uh, uh, opened for Kathleen Madigan yeah. and um, have two albums yeah. and um, was on Last Comic Standing. Sure. What else? What else? Um, where are you gonna? Are you going to Nick's Comedy Stop? Because I am. I love Nick's Comedy Stop. <laughs> I'm not, oh, I'm not saying I don't love it. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just making I love a comparison. It. I love making all of comparison. All the things. Um, but you're my Kathleen Madigan because oh, I think that gosh. like all of those things. This is who this woman is. And when I first started, we became friends really early on, like second, third year. Um, And you treated me as though I was doing this as long as you were. And I just thought that that was the nicest, coolest thing. Here's, thank you for saying all those things. I just think that you're the person that I, we work together and I can, we also talk about kids and 
spouses and family and all that stuff. So thank you for saying all those things. I honestly feel any new comic that is interested in like doing the the work, I will be nice. I want to be nice to you because mm-hmm. I was a new comic once doing the work. Okay, so you became a fan first. Mm-hmm. And so you must have introduced yourself after a show. Said, "Hey, Ke- uh, Kelly, I, th- I think you're funny." And when I first started, I would go watch local comedians that I really liked, mm-hmm. and Kelly was one of them. And I really didn't know who Kelly was. I, I knew I knew of her comedy, um, and I had gone. And I, th- I think I was just so nervous that you're with somebody else. And I was like, "Oh, I'm here to see Kelly McFarland," and you're like, "Oh, that's me." And you're just <laughs> yeah. super nice about it. But I like stepped over the first time that we uh, had ever met. And where we and where really was that? About it. it was at the comedy studio. Yeah, okay. because you were traveling a lot too. Like you, yeah. mm-hmm. you're a road comic. How, how many days a year were you on the road? So, I mean, it, I started doing comedy in '98, mm-hmm. and I had a day gig like a full-time job in insurance, which is so boring. Uh, no offense if you're in it, because it, it pays Lots really well. Material. Yeah, and so I was, I worked for a company, the same company the whole time. And I had a crazy amount of vacation time. So my vacations as a single woman without kids mm-hmm. were spent touring. So I did a lot of college touring. I would leave for a week and like, fly into the south and rent a car and drive everywhere by myself really? and do colleges and then come home and go back to my cubicle and work in That sounds so anxiety ridden. I loved it. Well, I loved did, every second of it. So how did you get good enough and work on your material when you have a nine to five job? I go, I went out every night. Yeah, but how do you have the energy to, I mean, I would come home from a mic at like, uh, remember the, the Mideast? Oh yeah, the Middle, Middle East. East. Yeah, the Middle East. That you come home. I sometimes at like one thirty in the morning. Yeah, and then you'd have to wake up at six and go to work the next yep. day. You just you could do that. Yeah. Well, you were younger. I mean, I there's no way I could do that. Well, now. I mean, I wanted to do it, mm-hmm. and I think that's the difference, right? Is like this is I always compare it to this because my civilian friends don't always understand civilian friends, yeah. civilian friends who aren't in our world. That's so funny. So this is how I explain it. Mm-hmm. When I decided I was ready to like, it's such a dumb thing to say, settle down or meet someone, right? I was in my 40s. I was like, I'm tired. The road is exhausting. You know, it's exhausting trying to meet someone. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, all that effort that people Mm -hmm. put into dating when they're like, I need a spouse. I need a partner. They put all this effort in and... It's like that, though. Like, I was dating stand-up comedy. I loved it. I was right. like, yeah, I'm free tonight. Oh, that's a good analogy. Like, I'll go, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get out of work, and I'm going to, like, slap on some gloss and walk down to the Comedy Connection, because I worked right in the city in Boston. So, mm-hmm. And before I transferred from Maine, I grew up in Maine, yeah. which is why I'm here, I'm guessing, because it's a small town. Uh, I lived in Portland, Maine. There was one comedy club. I would get out of work at 4, mm-hmm. go to work early, get out of work at 4, meet up with two other comics or another comic, drive to Boston, do open mics, and drive home and be to work the next morning. I loved it. Loved every second of it. Some of my favorite memories are like 
the time we were driving home and we stopped at the Golden Banana just because why not? Why wouldn't we on Route 1? And we went to a strip club. I've never heard and of this. And you had oh, trouble dating? Strip a strip club? You've never heard of it? No, yeah, no. you don't seem like... I, no, route 1? No. Wait, what's yeah. this? You don't seem like... Yeah. No, I didn't you think know. immediately that you went to strip clubs, but I feel like everyone's been to a strip club, right? Kathy, have you been to a strip club? Um... Uh, Except for Kathy. No, That's no, I have I not. But I've been to, I've been to. Unfortunately, I've been to parties that have had strippers and ones male that or female. Right, that was my uh, question. Oh, Thank um, you so much. Male, but ones that nice. probably should not Were have been hot? in the profession. No. Oh, oh. bummer. No. I like the like hot lime ones. green speedo that they bought at a swim store. And then yeah, bedazzled it. Yeah, themselves. like um, yes, thank you right, so much. Yeah. right, yeah. Like, I, I, wrote, I specifically remember <laughs> college. He, uh, we were like, please don't touch us. Also, you might want to go see a dermatologist about that mole. You know what I Fair. mean? Yes. You know, so I'm concerned for like him. Like they have back knee. One time <sighs> someone put their balls on my shoulder. I was sitting on a couch at a fraternity and I was talking with someone. And then all of a sudden I was like, there are balls on my shoulder, aren't there? Now, this is what I worry about. You- balls. Kelly, like... You, I don't like balls. No, but you talk a lot about it. Like they're fascinating to me. Right. Yeah. What is it about the balls that Just, you? I don't know where you with? put them. I don't. I mean, I understand because mm-hmm. I watch RuPaul's Drag Race where they put them. Mm-hmm. But like in general, I don't understand how I would hate that. Like Do they push sense. them in? Do they push them back up into their abdomen? Yeah, the tuck is like Kath and I both know this. It's mm-hmm. they. You can tuck your balls up right. and then you tape your guy back. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. This is a reversal. (laughs) Why? Because I'm... No, no, because it's Mike and Rick, and they're always talking that they just pick up on all these things. I'm like, can we just keep... Can we just keep moving along? That's why I was like, no, no, we're going to stay here. <laughs> you guys should have t-shirts that say stick to the cuddle, to the scuttlebutt, Kathy oh, Ferris. I like it. Because I feel like that's what she always does. So the guy that whose seat I'm sitting in, Mike Page, the yeah. partner and co-creator of this show, has uh, promised me that he's going to send me an order of t-shirts in which we're going to screen or we're going to block print them ourselves. Oh, fun. He's an artist. So he's going to carve the block. But yes. we've been talking about this, Mike, if you're listening. How long? I don't know, maybe 15, 16, 18 oh weeks. He's not here. No, he's overseas. I know he's, he's not looking here. He's, around. Over, he's in the Azores. I know. Listening, going, like, damn it. I'm right. I, I feel I like left, you're praying. I left on that trip yeah. and I didn't do right. my homework. I didn't get that t-shirt order. Papa, in. And it's not going to be ready for Medfield Day. Oh, when's Medfield Day? I don't know. I should probably know. plug that. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> Great. Sure. It'll be in the show notes. So anyway, back wow. to balls. <laughs> so wait, I have so many questions. First of all, right. first of all, the Me Too moment when you realized you had balls on your shoulder. You were. It's 1996, 1995 ish. 93, maybe. Now, did you know this person? I mean, that's yeah, I knew him. That's invasive. I think I, it, I've seen him do this trick before. Oh, it's oh, a trick. Oh, this is a party <laughs> it's trick. It's a trick. Wow. Oh. So I was kind of like, get him off me. Come Amer- to my daughter's bar mitzvah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be doing the trick. <laughs> the trick. The trick. I'll be doing my trick. So what happened? How how did you react? I mean, you I just... was unfazed. And then, and I hate myself for being unfazed, mm-hmm. but I think I also just. Do you have, was do, you have like, an, do you have an empowering message to women, um, who? Um, wow, well, that was a sh- what to I loved do? It. What to do if a man does put his balls on their shoulder? What what should they? I do? I mean, you're being cheeky, but here's my honest feeling because you you I mean you are I've already I've already read your book I've what, got yeah. it front to front to back okay all right so I know you're being cheeky but. Um, I think 
this is an interesting conversation, right? Because mm -hmm. I think we just, we, Kath and I just talked about this the last road trip we went on. We were talking about like the Me Too movement and here's my honest feelings on it. Yep. I wish that, I wish, I don't wish, I'm, I'm uh, putting it out there that I want women to feel empowered to just be like a hard pass. Like, mm -hmm. I, that's the part of this whole thing that's upsetting to me is that women feel like their power is being taken away. And I don't, I feel like I learned that lesson early mm -hmm. in my life. And I made the choice. Like, I've seen weird stuff. Ha Can we swear on this? I almost yeah. just said shit. Um, I have seen some stuff in my 20 years of comedy. And I also ha knew I had the had that thing, I don't even know what it is to say, I'm not, I'm not, you know, oh, okay, no thank you. And maybe it is because someone put their balls uh, on my shoulder when I was in college <laughs> and I already ha had my like gift of comedy to diffuse situations mm -hmm. that I made him look so stupid. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I wish that for all women. You use comedy to kind of take back your power. And what's great about that is that it, instead of getting blowback, they might actually even listen to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're open to it because you're doing it through comedy, through laughter, through humor. I also never told anyone. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I, like something would happen, and I'm not going to say any of those things here, so just know that. I, I, anybody who might be tuning in being like, mm -hmm. oh, no, this is where it happens. Mm -hmm. Like, I would, I would be like, <laughs> hard pass, dude, or like, for real, like mm -hmm. that some, most people who have like a weird thing or a kink or like, right. I don't know, they made a bad decision. <laughs> like they just made a bad choice. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Did you ever hear about the naked move? No. Okay. The naked move is this, a lot of people put it in sitcoms when they write and stuff or they used to, they don't anymore because I don't think it would go over very well. Uh -huh. But the naked move is you're on a date and you go back to someone's house and then your move is you just take all your clothes off. Oh, that's your move. That's never been my move. No, you, you, I've never had that as a move either. I'm Irish Catholic. Um, I don't think I've seen anybody even in my ha family naked. Now, is it who who goes it's first? Usually a the dude, host it's or a the, dude or the guest? move. Like, oh, you're right. You never yeah. see a woman. No, do you that. never see a woman being like. There's a left turn. Yeah. So like, I've never done that either. I, I, I'm that surprised actually this, that with your streaking. I know. Well, I history. do it for sport, for like yeah. you know, a crowd, not just. <laughs> yeah. I don't do one-on-one -on -one shows. Or for art and culture. Yeah. Yeah. You're not like. Right. Here's my move. Yeah. She's in the bathroom. I'm just gonna take off all my clothes. Right. See right. how it goes. That is hilarious. But uh, that's I've actually had someone do the move. Wow. I, we went back. I went on a that's date hilarious. with this guy. Mm -hmm. We went back to my. Uh, he went back to my apartment. And I went to the bathroom, and when I came back, naked. Wow. And I was like, "Where was he?" Interesting, sitting, sitting in my chair. His ass oh. was on your chair. Sure, sure. And I was kind of like, "Huh? How'd you mm. get out of that?" I just said, "Oh, no, no, no." Ooh, no. I, now that no. would probably be a good example of feeling very humiliated, right? Like you're well, naked, I saw you're him vulnerable, again. and then oh, you did? Yeah. Why? He threw something out there. He he kind of like misread my signals and thought it was okay. like. So this wasn't a first date thing. No. Okay. No, but I've heard I have heard stories from other women who've had mm. this on the first date. I don't know what to do this week with the advertising. We've got five advertisers. You know who they are. 
Mario's Lawn Care, Park Street Books, Larkin's Liquors, Perez Martial Arts, and Royal Pizza. And I've been showcasing one at a time, but I, I just don't feel like doing that. So I'm going to say one nice thing about each one of these people, each one of these businesses, I should say. They feel like people to me. You know why? Because people work there. And that's what it's all about. The relationship with the people. People like Mario from Mario's Lawn Care. And Jim James from Park Street Books. And the Larkins Brothers. And Rolando Perez over at Perez Martial Arts. And my friend Billy over at Royal Pizza. All right, let's get back to the show. I actually envy some of the things, you, you know, other people you've you shared a stage with. Mm. I mean, when you do comics come home, you're at the TD Garden. <laughs> and you're performing to 17,000 people at the TD Garden in Boston, and you're sharing the stage with people like John Mulaney mm-hmm. and uh, Dennis Leary, my favorite, Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. What's, what's that like? I, are you starstruck, or are you like, hey, these are my associates, you know, these are my... Colleagues. So this is going to be weird, Mm -hmm. but it's a show. Yeah. Um, I woke up that morning before comics come home and I just, uh, the night before I went out and worked, I did, uh, went up to Giggles on Route 1 in Saugus. Right next to the Golden Banana. That's correct. And I ran my set. Um, Bill Burr was up there. Lenny was up there. Lenny Clark. Mm -hmm. Um, Stephen Wright was up there. When was this? This was the night before comics come home. Oh, what year? I did the last one. They skipped last year, so it was okay. 2019. Wow. So is this a tip? Go watch them practice, rehearse the night before. At I mean, I don't want to say that I know, out loud, but, but, but they, that's, they'll be somewhere. That's we'll they'll be somewhere. Yeah, yeah. they'll cool. be they'll be at their favorite club that's mm-hmm. been around a long time. Okay, <sighs> good to know. So yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> um, Insider tips. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we I went up there and I ran my set. Mm-hmm. So I had, and I had met Bill a bunch of times before, but I always assume no one knows who I am. Yeah. So I was like, "Hey, Bill," and he was, I was like, "I'm Kelly McFarlane." He's like, "Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> we've met." I was like, "Okay, good to see you." Um, but once that happens, I, I, you know, I kind of like remember that these are just people, mm-hmm. like whatever. Yeah, this dude's from Canton. He, yeah. He was he was uh, working a forklift at yes. one point. Yes. Um, and like Steve and I had met a few times, so that actually helped. And then I left and I went out and I played the Al- the AA, the Alcoholics Anonymous um, S- Western Mass Convention, mm. which was like, that was my show, show for the night. Wow. So I drove out and I did that. And then I went home and I was, my husband is, you know, in a coma, he's asleep. And I... <laughs> Was like, okay. And I didn't, you know, I'm like, do I need to steam my dress for tomorrow night? Like, am I good? And then I was like, I'm just going to go to bed. Like, let me just go to bed. And when I woke up in the morning, I had, I kind of woke up, got my coffee and was like, I'm just going to have fun today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to have fun. This, is, this could be my last show. Like, you never know. And this is a good one. So make it count. That's how you treat every show. Which I love I that really you did that. Do. So you really enjoyed yeah. the experience. I was like, I'm going to just have a good time. I'm not going to be nervous. This is not hard work. It's, you know, Dennis Leary sets such a stage. And the people that go to Comics Come Home are so happy to be there. They're happy that they paid their ticket. Yep. They love this thing. It's an institution, right? And I yeah. felt honored. It's not lost on me that I was chosen and I love it. And 
thank you, but also like, I'm going to enjoy the shit out of this. So like I went and I just made sure I had fun. It was actually funny. I was ready to go because, and Kathy will appreciate, this is a little inside scoop, female comic headspace, Mm -hmm. at least for me, for years, I had to make it look like I always looked done up and ready to go. Like, I would never do my makeup in the green room. It's just not a thing. You show up. Oh, I show up ready to go. Me too. Yes. Ready to go, dressed, usually. Like, even if I changed in my car, car. I show up like, no, I always look like this. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm ready to work. Oh, you moved me to first? All right. Whatever. I'm ready. Like, always ready. So, I... I got in the elevator and was going down to get into the car with the rest of these guys. And I was like, I came to play. So I was ready to go. So when I got to, when I got to the garden, there were hours to kill because you do a sound check and then they load in everybody. I was walking the halls and the security guards would be like, getting your steps in today, huh, Kelly? And I'd be like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, Oh, well, this is, and they were kind of like showing me, well, when the Bruins are here, this is where they, so you're actually, your green room is their locker room. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, fun. Yeah, and look at this. And the and then, like, I run into Michael J. Fox in the hallway. Get out. Yeah, I did. I, he, a door opened, and I was, like, stomping mm-hmm. around in my did, little what, heels. What, did they have, like, a Michael J. Fox room back there? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was in his, his room, his private room, and he opened the door, and I was like, oh, I'm so, and then I was like, oh. Jeez. <laughs> Marty McCoy. Marty <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's everything you do in your life, you should be thankful that you're there. Mm-hmm. Like, be really thankful that you're there. Mm-hmm. I was thankful last weekend. I'll be thankful this weekend. Like, you just I, like doing what you do. And if it's at the TD Garden where the Boston Bruins and Celtics play in front of 17,000 people with a bunch of LA A-listers, yeah. mm-hmm. or whether you're at a barn in Exeter right. to 100 people, yeah. you're happy because you're making people happy. That's what you have to do. Yes. Okay. And of course, there's those moments, right? Like there's a photo of at the end of my set, Dennis takes me off stage or whatever Mm -hmm. and he um we are like looking at each other i'm like looking up at him it's such a lovely photo yeah and people have asked me what did he say to you and he said fucking killed it and i went (gasps) and i went i know like just like that moment right like there's a there is a a 10 year old kelly who's just like this is the best night of my life, mm-hmm. right? And then I walk down the steps and Michael J. Fox is watching from the side and he goes, hey, hey. And I walk over and he says, that was awesome. I loved that. Like there there oh, are I those little chills. tiny moments, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But there's also just as delicious of a moment to be standing with Stephen Wright and John Mulaney, who I love both of those comedians so much mm-hmm. and they're so nice. And we're like doing that thing when other comics are on stage where you like look at the person and hit them like, oh my God. Like yeah. there's something like enjoying laughter with these people is really, it's fun. And it's, it's, I mean, you should feel, I wish that for everybody. <laughs> How old were you when you met your husband again? Um, I was 21. 21. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't meet my husband. I was going to say my current husband. That's a horrible <laughs> oh thing God. to say. You know, and that's your the third husband. time you've said that. It's my first and my only. That's the mm-hmm. third time you've said yeah, that. Yeah, I won't do it again. He, um, we met when I was like, I must have been 41. I'm trying to think of how old I am. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was 40. I, yeah, I was 40. 
and almost were yeah. you looking for like a relationship at the time or were you just like oh this is kind of fun no I was like oh, I should go on some dates I'm getting weird this is weird mm-hmm. <laughs> I need some I'm material. a weird person material. I should, yeah I should probably socialize was it more Eric though because I feel like you were like thanks but no thanks then like oh wait a minute. yeah I didn't I wasn't sure about him at first but mm-hmm. like I never I never moved to a big comedy city in New York or LA right um so I was very happy and content just working and while I've done some stuff right like I feel like I'd be dead if I moved to New York City like why, why do you say that um because I was drinking a lot and mm-hmm. like not it's always funny because comics will be. I never drank before going on stage. That was never something I did. Not just one. And to I take still the edge don't. Off? No. no, I don't. I don't want it. And I've, I've, I've never wanted to need that. Mm-hmm. And someone gave me that advice early on when I first started because mm-hmm. they would watch me get shit faced after mm-hmm. and be like, "You don't drink before, right?" And I'd be like, "No, not at all." And they'd say, "Don't because." <laughs> Mm-hmm. I see a path for you that's not uh, good. Yeah. I mean, and you see this with some comics, so yeah. that, that they have to. Yeah. But, I mean, although I do, I have a glass chardonnay before I go up. But yeah. I can't have two because I you have to stay. Right. I have to stay sharp. Um, but I interrupted you. What um, we've I've interrupted I, both of you twenty times, and already. we're kind of getting into this. Um, what I find interesting is that you're like, oh yeah, I haven't moved to New York or LA, but mm. you have gone to New York and LA. Mm. Like you have done stuff yeah. with stuff. Yeah. Um, Hulu and all stuff. of that, yeah. and that, that's what what I like about your story is that you know a lot of people who are at your stage are like, oh well, now I'm gonna try to find a family. I'm gonna try to do this, and you got all of it. And you're able to do these amazing, have this amazing career. You have a career. Like, you yeah. do comedy. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. As much as you, I know you're Your like. Your W2 ah. says comedian. Yes. Entertainer. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, all I wanted, right? You have to keep coming back. Like, here's a, here's a great way to say it. Mm-hmm. If someone called me today and said, hey, we have an audition for you, they really like you, and they want you to audition for this new sitcom, I would totally go to the audition, okay? okay. Am I always writing a pilot? Yep, I am. Um, am I the star? Mm-hmm, sure, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, also, am I super happy that on Friday night this week I'm playing a barn in Exeter, New Hampshire? Yep, super happy nice about brag. that. Nice bag, Thanks, brag. little flex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> am I happy that I'm in your, I, we've never met before, and I'm meeting someone new today, and I'm in your basement, um, which this is the nicest basement I've ever been in. Um, this is how I learned this. That's why I call you my mentor. Is that like, it's all about kindness. You're scrappy, and you're kind. Can we tell? Oh, okay, so we got to wrap this up because I do have to get my kids from tennis camp. Oh, are they? Of course. I think that's where they are. You should let's look at it. I bet you have a dry erase board. Were they outside? Were they outside when you got here? No, there were no okay, children. Okay, then they're no at camp. just a I should, dog. I should right. go out there. And that dog never came back. That's my only complaint about yeah, being on this podcast. Rex I am a little by. concerned. If you call to him, will he come? I held his face and he looked at me like a person. I was oh, like, "You're yeah. judging me." His little, his yeah. eyes. He has people he has, eyes. He does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I look at him and I'm yeah. like, I'm looking at yeah, like you your soul. Yeah, you can read. You you read on the internet, don't you, Rex? So I go into your website. Sure. Kelly McFarland with yes. MAC. Anyway, yes. it says, Last Comic Standing, The View, Today oh. Show, Sirius XM, Best of Boston, Stand Up, Volume 1. You're all over the place. But you have a bunch of shows coming up. I Can do, I and I'm going to update my calendar today. Oh, so yeah, if people, yeah, yeah I got to get in there and update because I've got other shows too, like more than what's listed. 
Um, so I just got asked to open for Gary Gallman at the North Shore Music Cir- oh, Circus. So I'm really excited about that's that. That's very cool. Yeah. Also a uh, Last Comic Standing alum. I mean... And, With Kathy Madigan in and, the season one. I remember watching that yeah, one. Yeah, he did it way better the, than I did. That was the best... <laughs> This season. <laughs> He's, um, I'm a huge Gary Gallman fan. So when you hear from Gary, I think I'm going to go to that show. I just, oh said. my gosh. I was, I'm so tickled that he even asked me and I, Love working with him mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so much. That's going to be a great show. And I think he's excited. Like, this is such a lovely way to bring this full circle. He put out a post over the weekend. He's from Beverly. Yeah. And he used to go see shows there when he was in, a, like, a little kid in school. Right. And it's his first time playing there. Yeah. And so I was like, I read these posts and I just, it's so touching, right? It's like mm-hmm. such a trickle down that, like, he's so excited to play there and I'm so honored to to be able to open for him and like I've loved him for so long and I he's I love him as a person and I love his comedy so it's like I'm just excited about it like I wish everybody's job feels this good that's, that's a great what show. I say yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool that you get to open for him when he was I saw him at the Wilbur and uh the announcer came on to to bring out yeah. the opening act and the person who was announcing it was Gary, but mm-hmm. he's like, hey, ladies and gentlemen. I'm uh, just kidding. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is my friend. He's going to come out and entertain you for 10. And then I he, love he, it I, when they do that. Kathleen he, does that on she her does. shows. Hey, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's me. Um, <laughs> listen, my, I'm going to be out with you in a second. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Oh, that was I, a good impression. Yeah, the yeah. crowd goes nuts. They love it. All right. We do have to wrap up. But yes. Did, did I? Take over the conversation again. No, I feel like I did. Well, I, I you're think the you guest. guys had a That's good okay. exchange. Which but is what about you, I, Kathy? I didn't really do much today, and this, this felt is good. your. This, you brought her in. Right. Well, see, you welcome everybody. Yeah, this, this is this is what I get. To, this is what we do through a TJ Maxx. Yeah, like we will literally. Is walk. that where you're going next? I kind of want we, to. We might. I don't we know. might. Yeah. Uh, we might. We will. It, it usually happens like every three weeks. Yeah. One of us will text and be like, do you want to do a walk around TJ Maxx? Me. I'll meet you in an hour. Yes. Um, and we do exactly this. Like people, we talk to people. Yeah. We always say like, we should video this. <laughs> right. We talk to people, but it's not trying to be like, hey, we're comedians, but I'm bump. It's just. No, no you just do your thing. But I'm yeah. really glad yeah. I got to bring um, one of my close friends and mentors and just all around great person mm-hmm. who lives right down the street from us in a small town yeah. in Natick. Um, she's. Just everywhere uh, in Boston and beyond. And just, if you don't know Kelly McFarlane, get to know Kelly McFarlane. Well, now you do. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for coming in. Yes. Yeah. All right.